This old-time radio program was originally aired loud, long before the advent of high fidelity. As a result, you may detect an occasional surface noise or volume drop due to transmission problems so common to old radio. We hope, however, that any variance in audio quality will not take away from your pleasure in listening to this. Welcome to Frank Central, the place for all things horror. Okay, welcome to Fright Central, where we talk all things horror. I'm Kevin Dock, and with me again today is Brandon Keck. Brandon, how are you doing today? Brandon Keck, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> how are you some, doing, buddy? Good. Uh, I got some uh, news uh, recently, actually as fresh off the presses as today. Uh, are you still uh, all in on uh, Walking Dead? Are you caught up on that? Um, I'm actually not all in, I'm not called up at all. I actually, um, this past week I, um, obtained the episode and I start watching it and it said, um, you know, previously on The Walking Dead and I realized that, um, either I, uh, really forgot some of the things that happened <laughs> in, you know, last season or, you know what I mean? I was, um, on another planet for the last episode. So no, I'm not caught up. I believe I'm two episodes behind, but, but you're still, you're still watching it. You're still at least somewhat enjoying it, right? Y- yeah. Yes, I am. Well, you know, um, I know a little bit about what happened, what's happening now based on the graphic novel, Um, uh, I, I believe they encountered the whispers. Yes, yes. Yeah. But, uh, I know what the whispers are from the graphic novel. So I'm called up in that regard. Okay. Well, uh, my news is actually, uh, um, AMC is confirmed that it's in active development of another spinoff series. So with walking dead and fear the walking dead, this will be the third spinoff series. Wow. That's, um, yeah, yeah, that's, that, that's really going at it up. Full throttle, huh? Were you you, uh, uh, (laughs) hoping this one takes place? uh, What do you think, Walking Dead Miami or like uh, Walking Dead SVU? You know, special Uh, victims. Yeah, (laughs) how about Walking Dead Chicago? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or how about Walking Dead Fargo? (laughs) Oh, only if Coen Brothers uh, direct it. Then I'm then I'm all yeah, in. Well, you know, there's a lot of st- uh, talk about uh, Walking Dead. You know, we I'm not going to get into how ridiculous a lot of it is. Oh you yeah. Know, um, you know how the zombies walk in you know standard military formation and <laughs> how they engage targets and stuff. <laughs> but you know, a lot of people have been saying um, recently, like, what about like you know they're going northern northern you know they're in you know northeastern virginia i believe not far from maryland and uh with the winter we're having right here in new jersey um you know it's been pretty fucking cold yeah so they were saying like how the zombies would react in you know sub-zero temperatures walking dead northern walking dead canada they have pretty much night vision seeing, uh, super, you know, super hearing, um, you know, they're able to pinpoint things like a hawk would. So <laughs> I really don't think the cold's going to face them. So no, to me, to those people, everything would just be fine. <laughs> okay. Uh, the next thing I have is that, um, I don't know if you've heard about that, uh, Jordan Peele is producing a new Candyman, uh, series or movie, sorry, with, uh-huh. Yeah, it's uh, going to be directed by uh, Nia DaCosta, uh, who's, it's only going to be her, yeah, I want to say her second film. She did uh, this movie called Little Woods before, which I know nothing about. 
but uh, they. Does, does she have um like a father or like someone before her? I know the coast and name. I have no um, idea. I didn't really look that deep into her, but okay. uh, but yeah, uh, they found their uh, star um to play to replace Tony Todd as Candyman, uh, mm. which he gave his blessing on. They've got the uh the star of Aquaman uh who played Black Mantis. Um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna butcher this guy's name. Uh, Yaya Abdul Mantine the second. I mean, yeah. I mean, there, there's something to be said. Strong name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't think he was uh, he was too bad in uh, in Aquaman. I mean, that movie's just straight up ridiculous. But they went for I, it. I, so. I've never seen it, so yeah. like anything I said would be based on nothing. Yeah. Uh, so. But uh, I'll abstain. Yeah, <laughs> and um, I don't know if you've ever watched the uh, Constantine series. That you know, they uh, they did the movie with um, Keanu Reeves, but then they did a Keanu uh, Reeves. Yes, there was a series on NBC that got one season with uh, Matt Ryan that they canceled. Um, I'm familiar that the season happened. I'm, f- I'm familiar that the season actually took place. Uh, I've never seen it. I did see the movie with Keanu Reeves. Yeah. So. But they, um, the CW, or should I say WB, is uh, talking about bringing uh, a new series back. They're not sure whether it's going to be on CW or uh, on their DC streaming universe. Um, mm-hmm. But they're talking about, um, because his character still, even though this, this series didn't do that well, because the character is so like well-loved, they had like brought him back for... Uh, um, he voiced the the, the series uh, Constantine City of Demons, the mm-hmm. uh, the anime th- thing they did, and they uh, he's actually a re- um, has a ongoing uh, role on the Legends Tomorrow uh, DC thing. So, I mean, I I enjoy it, and I re- I thought his portrayal was better, like more accurate, I should say, than the Keanu Reeves one. So, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I hope they do something good. He's probably the best character they have in the in like the whole DC Arrowverse or whatever they want to call it. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, like I said, I really can't speak uh, to it. I, I I haven't watched any of it, and uh, you know, I'm not like real big on Marvel movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm really not big on Marvel movies. Um, I I have watched some Marvel series, but, you know, the comic book scene um, in film, um, you know, as well as literature, because I've never been real big (laughs) in the comic books, except The Punisher. Yeah. yeah. Um, So I can't really speak too much of it, but that sounds interesting. Um, I I did think that, you know, the movie with, like, hell and, you know, people, like, being, like, you know, condemned to fiery pits. I mean, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like his whole scene where he's just, like, you know, the the alcoholic cigarette smoking, you know, uh, occult guy who just, like, doesn't really give a fuck but, like, still cares. You know what I mean? I like that. I like that attitude. Uh, I mean, um, they are. But you always have to think when you watch a a film with Keanu Reeves, you always have to think, and you know, I do the same thing with Nicolas Cage. I know that, like, my opinion is not (laughs) the majority opinion, but I always think, like, how good could that movie have been if someone that could actually act was casted? Yeah. You know, that's what I always think. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Keanu Reeves, Point Break, The Matrix, end of his career. John John Wick? 
Uh, I've never actually seen John um, Wick. I, 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 I had the fear. You, um, I had the fear. You're going to want to watch John Wick. I'm going to want to watch John Wick. Both John Wick and, and John like, Wick 2 and yeah, then come back. Yes. to the listeners. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay. You will be All apologizing. Right, that. Yes. That, that should be next on your list. <laughs> but uh, switching over to uh, uh, video games. Um, no. I'm sorry? So I'm making a note right oh, now. Oh, you're making a note. All right. <laughs> John Wick, John Wick 2. Yeah. And 2. Yeah. So uh, in the uh, in the vein of the uh, Portal series, um, coming out this fall uh, for um, from Interpoint is a first-person sci-fi mystery with elements of a psychological horror. You play as Harry G, a scientist who took part in a project at Delta Laboratories that resulted in the quantum entanglement device. The device allows the opening of portals to countless parallel universes. As these things go, sometimes go wrong, and Harry finds himself far from home. So, like, I've never really played the Portal series, but that sounds really interesting. And who, um, who's the, uh, the, um, whatchamacallit, the, the uh, production company for this game? Uh, it says Interpoint. I'm not. I didn't really look to see what else they did, but it says in the in the vein of like the whole Portal series. So it's like, you didn't really have like a weapon. You kind of just walked around with like you know, almost like a stun gun or something like that. I don't oh, know. so it's like kind of like that uh, game Outlast that scared the shit out of me and scared the shit out of everyone that played it, where you're like in a mental hospital. You have no weapons except for a um old school VHS camcorder with night visions. So basically, you see a monster. It's real scary. It's coming at you, and you just have to run and hide. And that's yeah. the whole game. Yeah, you're running <laughs> and hiding and shit. Is you're saying it's sort of like that? I'm. I'm. A, that's this. That's all the uh, gist I have from the uh, the news I got from it. That I'm assuming mm-hmm. that's what it sounds like. That you don't really have much to fight the monsters. It's going to be more of a running from them type thing and <laughs> so jumping like and jumping through portals. Shooter minus the guns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a first person running away from monsters jumping through portals uh type of uh type of game i don't know it sounds cool I, I i would check it out you know when it was like cheap because uh i don't play games often enough to uh pay the 50 60 dollars for them so you could always do like a beta test or something like that um you could do it for a console or you know you can um download it for the pc and just do like a little beta test or a demo or something like that where you just play for like two hours um you know not just for you for anyone else that like might like you know want to get a gist of it i've noticed that uh consoles are getting really good at that now where they'll come out with like an hour to two hour demo yeah to give you like a little feel and see if it's something you want to invest in I agree. You know, the games are expensive now. Software yeah. is expensive. Yeah, I mean, even if I do like the game, it's still like I'm not like I don't play often enough to like really, you know, invest in like the fifty, sixty dollars or whatever it is. It's like yeah, it's yeah. like I almost like to wait till it's uh, all done and they have like the gold edition or the super edition where they include all the downloaded content in, in, into it anyway. So. That, that's what I do. Um, you know, like I said, I just got recently um, Fallout 4 Game of the Year Edition, Dragon Age Origins Game of the Year Edition, uh, Witcher Game of the Year Edition, which I know you had gotten to, yeah, which yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure. looking forward to because, you know, that's, you know, a very intense, like, RPG, action, horror, yeah, sci-fi yeah. type of game uh, that, to... uh, you know... 
I need to play that when I'm uh when I have my next week of vacation where I just sit around and just do nothing but that. <laughs> yeah, and there's an, oh and Dark Souls like the Dark newest Souls, yeah. Dark Souls, which I mean is about as horror a video game as you're gonna get. Yeah. If not from like the graphics and like the story with how hard it is and how angry people get when they play it. Um, you know those four video games. My friend told me he said you know you need to be prepared for the possibility that you will be dead before you have a chance to play this for video games in their entirety. Yeah, and yeah. I think he makes a valid point. So, yeah. moving on. <laughs> oh, what was the other... Uh, there was another game, a Dying Light. Uh, there's like an enhanced uh, version. It's like a zombie uh, shooter game. I heard it was really good. Uh, that that's. Uh, I'm waiting for that one to get cheaper so I can play that one too. What about uh, Resident Evil 7? Which one was? I heard. I heard seven. I think is the most recent one. Oh, well, the most recent one was the uh, remake of Resident Evil Two. They remade that one. Where that's they've... newer than Resident Evil Seven, the one that came out for you know this generation game console. Yeah, this one it just... only came out two years ago. No, this came out like a couple months ago. I want to say. Oh, Resident Evil Two came out. Re... But that's a remake. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. They've that's added like just a reglossing. Of not an quite though. Game. From what I've understood, uh, that I mean, I've seen a little bit of it play too. That uh, mostly on like the YouTube clips where they've added like this character, Mister X. So like mm-hmm. you're you'll be going through your uh, your game, and then at some point, I mean, it's a I hear the puzzles a little different every time you play, but um, at one point, like uh, Mister X starts like stalking you. And you can hear him, so you kind of have to hurry up your puzzles a little bit, uh, or like he'll come into the room and like start like chasing you and like and like you know kill you, and you and you can't really kill him even if you like you wasted all your uh, ammo in in his face or whatever. He just goes down like one knee for like a few seconds, and then he'll get into back his up. Face. Yeah, and then so the only way you can so you're basically just kind of running from him the whole game, and then once you beat it. I think, he, and then you can play as Chris or Claire, or or is it Chris or Claire? Was is that the second one, or is that Jill? Jill, Jill, Jill. Jill. That's right, Jill and uh, Chris, and uh, I think you once you beat it either two or three times, you get like a rocket launcher, and that's the only thing that you can use to kill him. So it's huh. it's not yeah, and and even when you switch characters, like the puzzles, or even if you play again in the same character, they'll move the puzzles around. So it's always so it's like a fresh so game. So this isn't a reglossing of the original Resident Evil Two game. I, I mean, this is like a new game. No, it, it it's reglossing to re like, but it's they've added more elements to it. They didn't just you know go oh here's an HD version like of a game you used to play. Like they've added yeah. new stuff to it to make it like. You know, I was still excited. Well, I know the remastered version of the first one, they added a little bit into it, but they considered the um, remastered version of the first Resident Evil, you know, the original Resident Evil game, they held it as one of the best um, HD remastering of a game that's ever been done, um, you know, because it actually looks like, you know, it could be for Xbox One. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Apparent. Well, I don't know Xbox. I know it was for Xbox 360. 360 they said yeah. it looked yeah. like it could be, and but that's you know fair enough. You know, yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess I don't know. I, I'm not sure if like Resident Evil fans would consider a 
remake with some added stuff as the new Resident Evil game. That's the I'm newest sure. one, I believe. I'm just saying that's the newest the one. The newest that's one that's yeah. been like that's been really. I'm yeah. saying I think Resident Evil Seven, as far as story. And oh, it's new story. Style. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, that's where I'm going from. But that's interesting. I'll have to uh, look that Resident Evil Two, um, and this is like the remastered yeah, and. Yeah. Um, uh, it's got some new digitally ad, um, added content. Yeah, like, yeah, so, that looks, you know, that looks yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, check that out. Yeah, I know uh, our friend Chino is on uh, on his second playthrough, maybe maybe third of that game. So oh, like he's aren't yeah. I'm, but I'm but he hasn't quit his game. job yet for it. So yeah, he <laughs> hasn't quit his job yet. For it. I mean that he's in the running now. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. I always um, remember him being uh, very enthusiastic about all video games uh let alone the resident evil games you know were yeah. kind of stand out for him yeah i like so. to i like to have, like he plays the uh friday the 13th game a lot and i like to watch him never play that. played it yet oh never it's it's, it's fun it. yeah i mean it's a lot more fun when the other people are actually you know playing the game with you instead of against you because it's a mm. it's a 7v1 game where um one one of the uh, one of the players plays as jason trying to hunt the campers and everyone else is trying to escape or kill jason but you have to like the only way to kill jason is a very specific way and it's like very difficult so you're basically just trying to survive or escape so yeah i mean i know killing jason is very difficult in the sense that no one ever has actually killed him yet yeah um yeah. But um, usually it doesn't have to be that specific. Um, people try a whole method of things, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, blowing him up, electrocuting him, shooting him, um, drowning him, laying him on fire, you know, a whole bunch of yeah. stuff. I think um, in the game it's like you have to... Um, I believe in space. He even was, uh, oh, he was introduced to space. Yeah, and he was, <laughs> he was fine. That did not, He went through the atmosphere completely fine. <laughs> and took it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah, usually you can mix it up, but in this, it's a specific formula of things you have to do to you, kill Chase. Yeah, so most of the time people just escape. From what I understand, like, to, to like, get... To kill Jason, you have to like call Tommy Jarvis, and then the first person to like die becomes comes back as Tommy Jarvis, and then you have to take like one of the female characters, find like the mom's like sweater or something like that, and have her put it, have to put her on so he thinks it's like her. Then like that's the only way you can like, and then from there you can kill him or something like that because he's like you know thinks it's his mom or something like that. I don't know. I haven't gotten that far. Most of the time, it's just people yelling obscenities at each other <laughs> and not really cooperating, and then running around. It's just people getting murked by Jason. So, well, that was but it, it looks like a fun they game. Got Jason in part two. The girl. Um, you'll see this when you watch that. Um, for people that don't know, on YouTube there is a five and a half hour um, Friday the Thirteenth behind the scenes um, look at all the movies. And I, I, I think um, it's called um, Crystal. 
Memories of Crystal Lake. I sent you the link. Oh, Crystal Lake Memories, I believe it's Crystal Lake Memories. Yeah, yeah. And it was really interesting in the different ways, like, a lot of the actors and actresses, like, approached um, Jason. And then the uh, second one, towards the end of it, that she dresses up like Jason's mom. And she kind of coaxes Jason, like, you know, Jason you're not going to murk your mom now. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. yeah. It seems like they take elements from a lot of different things, too. Uh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah definitely, definitely something uh, I'm going to check out, and everybody should probably check out that's a fan. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I still have to watch it um, myself. Uh, the next thing I have is actually uh, an event that's... Uh, this is in L.A. only, sorry. Uh, I know you'll be uh, in Germany anyway. Actually, you'll, you would probably be back by then, but you'd have to fly directly to L.A. Oh, I, I thought you were going to say you'll actually be closer. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, uh, it's, it's the, um, I'm not sure what the production company is called. I guess it's called I Like Scary Movies, but that's what the event is called. It's called I Like Scary Movies. It's an interactive and immersive experience. That gives fans the incredible opportunity to celebrate their favorite scary movies by visiting unique art installations that cleverly interpret the worlds of Nightmare on Elm Street, the first chapter of the It Saga, Lost Boys, Shining, and Beetlejuice. It's about a 60 to 90 minute experience, uh, and it arrives in L.A. on its first, uh, actually apparently it's a tour, uh, its first stop is in L.A. Uh, April 4th to the 28th, uh, just on weekends. Uh, tickets are available now at ilikescarymoviesexperience.com, and I think they were about like 39 bucks or something like that, but... Apparently you can like they recreate it so you're like for the shining you can like sink into the carpet of the uh, of the hotel or like oh wow yeah it's like uh, I don't know what they I think the nightmare on Elm Street you're like in the boiler room uh, so I don't know what they did for the other ones but those were the only two like sneak peeks that they uh, were talking about you said the Lost Boys was involved yeah, as yeah. well. Yeah, you're probably just in a comic book shop with Corey Feldman or something. Oh God, <laughs> that's a that's a nightmare right there. <laughs> the horror, the horror of that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, the next, uh, I'm definitely gonna do it, so I'll, I will get back to you. Oh, I'm definitely sure that you're definitely yeah, gonna do yeah. it. <laughs> the, that's not till April though, but uh, coming up March 9th, actually in. Uh, about a, a week, a little bit, little over a week from uh, now, depending on when I actually post this and people listen to it. But uh, the uh, Reign of Terror um, Haunted House that they do in Thousand Oaks, California, every year, they are doing a special um, event on March 9th, uh, Saturday, from 7 to 11. It's a full production uh, all eight attractions with 105 rooms, all the special effects, all the characters, everything will be active. And all the attractions are, like, interconnected. So you go from, like, one, um, the first attraction, and once you finish that one, you go right into the next one. So you don't like it. You're not jumping from, you know, attraction to attraction. And, uh, so they, and they don't, like, funnel you through, so you're not, they're not just like, oh, let's see how many people we can get in in an hour, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. They, and, then, and then, so, like, you always miss, you end up missing the scares because the person ahead of you gets it <clears> or something <throat> like that, so, but they, uh, they, they space it out enough, um, and all the ticket proceeds for this event will benefit local animal shelters and animal rescues, 
um, that were, you know, because a lot of uh, families were hit by fires and now torrential downpours out here with mudslides and stuff. So a lot of people lost their home and and animals are just, you know, out there. So this goes to a good cause and it's only 20 bucks for general admission or 30 for VIP. And uh, you can get tickets at rothauntedhouse.com. And uh, I will be doing that next week, or the March ninth. So, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, everybody should you know do that. I mean, even if you're not into it, that I mean, you you want to do it for that cause. I mean, what a clusterfuck of uh, you know events. You yeah, know? yeah, I mean, like yeah, you know, like you have uh, you know one summer where it's like so blaring hot that you have basically half of southern california on fire yeah like, you yeah. know on fire yeah. not me just joking around like yeah you see that guy who's on fire no, this... i mean ha- you know a good portion of your state is on fire nobody really cares um you know it's not getting a lot of coverage and then you guys go into like you know a you know kind of autumn winter and you're about to enter in your spring season and you're getting an unprecedented amount of rainfall yeah like you know what we've I mean? gone like, from like record heats and like drought to like record rainfall and like yeah you know that, that just, that's a very very strange type of um you know phenomena i mean maybe uh you know george r, r. martin will like make that his next book the story <laughs> of rain and fire you know <laughs> southern california but Anyway, yeah, yeah, just looking out, George, you know, if you, I mean, if you don't die before writing the rest of the just, Game of Thrones just, books. Just so finish, just finish those goddamn books. <laughs> yeah. Stop, stop, not, stop doing interviews and sit down and fucking write. Christ. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then uh, the last thing I have is from last week uh, was the big awards night, and I am not talking about the Oscars. I'm talking... I never saw the Oscars. I have no idea who did what. I heard there was no host form. Can you comment on that? Uh, I mean, I didn't watch the Oscars, but I know that I think they dropped Kevin Hart because of some stupid thing. I don't know. Um, so yeah, the, I think they just had like random celebrities introduce, you know, each each guest or whatever. Oh, so that's that's how they did. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I heard about it on real time with Bill Maher. Um, okay. He had mentioned that there might be no host for the Oscars, and he um, he he commented on it being like, you know, everything was like so PC, and you know, everybody was like, you know, there were so many interest groups, like you know, like boycotting certain aspects that everybody was like, you know what, just fuck it yeah <laughs> like we're not whatever. gonna do it well, it was something like rap um rhapsody is that was that oh Bohem- bohemian or? rhapsody yeah um the, yeah the star uh, apparently uh, there was uh, some drama that said that it wasn't gay enough no no he said and, um the star said he was like yeah he lived his life as like a gay man and was like you know happy or proud about it or something like that and people slammed him because uh, he wasn't gay, he was bi. And, like, that was the big yeah, deal. Yeah, what Bill Maher said yeah. is, and what really bothered him was, he was like, so they're saying this movie is offensive to the extremely gay. 
No, like, they were you know, they were just saying that's, what. Uh, that's what Bill said. Oh you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm quoting him. No. He, he was like saying, you know, this movie isn't gay enough, and he was saying that like you know, um, one of the things about gay characters in the past was that they were saying they're kind of confined to their sexuality. That's one of the yeah, things yeah, yeah. people had thrown. And what Bill Maher said is like, you know, he basically said, well, you know, all right, you know, th- this, you know, uh, gives them every expectation that they could want but you know apparently it's not gay enough so you know fuck like the sexuality where's the cocksuck <laughs> yeah. you, know, like, you know i want to see the dick gang suck <laughs> like otherwise you know this movie just doesn't represent the gay community enough yeah. and you know he was doing that in a satire yeah yeah, yeah 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 a satirical parody but yeah. the point he was trying to make was is that you know right now um we're in living in kind of this bubble where just nothing seems to satisfy yeah there's everyone. always going to be somebody that says everyone yeah. it can't satisfy anyone yeah so you you but you you didn't watch the oscars at all no um, not at all i mean i i heard uh, of some who won but um the one the the only awards that i paid attention to were the fan Gloria Chainsaw Awards, and that's the strictly yeah, horror awards. You had said you wanted to talk about yes, that. Yes, those the and we had talked about um, pretty much all of these movies in our last podcast. But mm-hmm. I can tell you who won, uh, and I like their uh, their categories because they have uh, for best wide release movie, uh, Hereditary won for best oh, wide release. Awesome. Yeah. I, that that well, for me that was like the best like overall horror movie of 2018. Yeah, and uh, Tony and Tony Collette, who was snubbed at the Oscars, won Best Actress for Hereditary for the Chainsaw Awards. Did so, she? Yeah, oh, she was even nominated in the Oscars, which was like, which was stupid. She should have been Wait, nominated. Wait, her Hereditary wasn't even nominated. She wasn't even nominated for Best oh, Actress. She wasn't yeah. nominated for Hereditary. For Hereditary, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Tony Collette's a scary fucking woman. I yeah. would never fuck with her. Like, yeah, wow, that's crazy. And she was fantastic in that too. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, she absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And Great uh, performance. and uh, and Hereditary also won for best supporting actor for Alex Wolf. I th- he was the one that played the son, I believe. Peter, Peter, get Peter. out, <laughs> Peter. <laughs> Bergman, get out, Peter! Yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he he suffered quite uh, he was quite like, badly. I'm just gonna go home, and go to sleep now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, he he suffered from mental illness. Yeah, I yeah. think beforehand, um, you know, he also was like a reckless puffer. Yeah, and um, you know, but I think he suffered from some mental illness before. Before this ever happened and traumatic experience because Tony Collette I think talks about her character yeah, uh, yeah. covering herself in paint thinner and covering him in paint thinner yeah. and him waking up to her like striking matches and trying to light him on fire yes <laughs> I almost <laughs> forgot about that yeah. scene yeah because, <laughs> he's just like you know, I mean, staring at the end of the bed like <laughs> lighting matches and well, you think uh, Tony Collette, you know, well-known name, and then you have Gabriel Byrne, who we talked about, um, you know, who you said you thought he's still been, you know, working and keeping up. I, I just haven't seen him that much. Um, but, you know, he's a well-known name. And then the girl, um, what's her name? Mil- I think it, Millie, Millie Shapiro, forgive me or something, um, if I don't have that right. But it was, I think her name uh, is Millie, Millie Shapiro. Um, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing yeah, that right. Know. But she was yeah. terrifying. Yeah. Just by, like, the sounds and, that, like, that uh, whatever they did to her makeup. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, my God. 
odd. Yeah, I had to like look up. I was like, did they just find like this really ugly fucking kid, or is that makeup? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh god, and you know, and we're saying this now. Like, if she really is just that hideous looking, like you I'm know, sorry. I mean? like, I'm, I'm so- sorry about yeah. that. Like, but um, you, I'll 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 go and say it this way. You know, um, ma'am, you have a very unique look. Yeah, I, I mean, you, you were great in that movie as an actor. You're great in that yeah. movie. I think you're made for horror. Yeah. And I think <laughs> we should just stick with that. Um, but yeah, we didn't really talk much about Alex Wolfis, Peter. Um, you know, but uh, yeah, I thought he played a um, very, uh, I don't know. He looked like he didn't bathe very much in that movie. <laughs> he was very greasy looking all the time. Like he was kind of spaced out. I guess he played pretty much like um i don't know just uh the kind of quintessential person that needs to be possessed yeah um yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, there's this one way to put it yeah. you know bravo but alex yeah. wolf got nominated you're yeah. saying uh he didn't know uh he won best supporting for oh, he won yeah oh. yeah this is wow. the the chainsaw awards again the not chainsaw. not the oscars but I, yeah, yes he, yes no, I, All, no I everything that, that i'm talking won. about is just the chainsaw awards yes he won best no, supporting I'm, no, I'm yeah. with the Chainsaw Awards, you yeah. know, like, fuck the Oscars. Yeah. Like, let's, you know, go with what people care about. Yeah, um, the uh, Ari Aster, he won Best Director and Best Screenplay for Hereditary. Oh. So he wow. Got, so, so Hereditary yeah, won. Hereditary yeah. fucking mopped the floor. Yeah, five, six awards, because it also won for Best Kill for the, uh, you know, the head to the pole. <laughs> but, uh, like, for Best Kill, I mean, maybe Beth death scene but like that's not i wouldn't consider that a kill yeah it wasn't a kill unless like you know i mean you know when speaking of dark powers of this nature it was an accident <laughs> yeah it was it was a complete accident like yeah i mean nobody was possessed ac- at the time we don't, there was so many stuff that seemed like it was already preordained in that movie like you know what i mean like the 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 evil powers that be, like, actually call Charlie to get ripped by that pole? Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. was, was the pole, like, an entity of its own? Was the pole calling the Charlie? We don't know. But you said that, you know, it revealed, and I, I missed this, but you said it revealed that the child had a peanut allergy. Yes, and, yes, yes. Um, so this was all an accident. Um, so yeah. you would say the best death. and I would, I would say best death. I think the best kill yeah. would probably go to... Uh, Mandy, the chainsaw battle, where the where he, the the end of that where he falls on on his own chainsaw. I thought that might have been the best kill from last year. Yeah, yeah, you know when you're talking about falling on chainsaws, it's hard to go wrong. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, generally, you know, you get exactly what you think you're gonna get, and that's um. A really fucking bloody nightmare. Yeah, yeah. And you I thought fall, you fall on a live chainsaw, things aren't going to go well, and usually it's going to be um, pretty spectacular. Yeah, and that whole chainsaw and chainsaw battle was phenomenal to begin with. Everybody <laughs> he was like so pumped that he like Nicholas Cage was like, "All right, I got this chainsaw," and the guy just slowly drags out that huge ass fucking chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe there was um, an issue like Nick Cage's chainsaw, like he didn't like have couldn't get it. Gas in it <laughs> he, no, he just couldn't get it to start at first. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was having a lot of trouble there. 
yeah, you know how there's that like yeah. prime. Yeah, I don't think he primed it at all. Be there when we were kids, you yeah. have to prime it, Nick. You yeah. have to prime yeah. it. Yeah, and he um, was a lumberjack. He should have known how to prime it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe the chainsaw <laughs> just wasn't up to code. But you know, you just figure chainsaw on chainsaw. Uh, yeah. But yeah, great. The, I ol- mean, the only the only other. Yeah. You get off topic, but yeah, chainsaw. Yeah. You know, I can't argue with you there. Yeah, I think the only other good death in that movie was, or I mean, not the only other good when death. When the check but, got burned. A lot yeah, yeah. I was time. that was thinking. I was thinking either that one or the chainsaws. And now the chainsaw one was was better. That one should have won best kill. But uh, yeah. the um, speaking of Mandy, uh, that got that one for best limited release movie. So they had a separate category for limited and, and wide release, which was, which was cool. So that one for that. And uh, Nick Cage won Best Actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also got Best Score for the uh, late composer. who That was his last movie. He, he died at a, a young age. Um, and then uh, Suspiria won awards for Best Makeup FX and Best Supporting Actress uh, Tilda Swinton. That, uh, I mean, you said you wanted to talk about that next week. Um, so, I, I mean, mean, I will. Um, Tilda Swinton, someone that, I mean, she's very, very interesting actress throughout her whole career. And she played a very interesting actress in this movie as she played three different roles. So next week, yes, um, yeah, yeah, I would well, definitely like to spend some time we'll definitely talking talk about, about Suspiria and, um, you know, what uh, the different, um, you know, what all the dynamics that went around that from director um, to um, the uh, great cast of actors and actresses that they've had, they had in it. And of course the adaptation. Yeah. So next yeah. week, yeah, definitely Suspiria. But yeah, well, at least really soon because we got to talk about movies i mean tv series still so yeah. maybe we'll talk yeah, about yeah. suspiria later on but uh yeah, yeah. Well, I, i'm trying to think of what the third character was she played i know she played the the guy played, and the head um, and the well, head teacher she played the doctor the yeah i mean like i told like i told you you know um if you don't have a um an ear for german accents like you could tell some of the um the uh, actors in the movie didn't actually speak German, yeah, yeah. but like they actually spoke it rather well, meaning, you know, they learned their lines well. And I thought that was great because that really, you know, that really played well for the movie, um, which was, you know, always supposed to take place in um, a, uh, you know, a, a very uh, chaotic Berlin, uh, because of course they had the uh, the uh, batter terrorist group and stuff like that. You know, yeah, so there yeah. was a lot going on at the time in Berlin, other than you know a demonic uh, <laughs> dance studio. Yeah. But she played. Uh, Tilda Swinton played um, the doctor, the uh, psychiatrist. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she also played Madame Blanc. Who you know Those was kind of know. like yeah. the um, figurehead for the uh, dance studio, and I believe, and uh, I'll have to look more into this um, for when we talk next week about it. Um, but I believe she also played that disgusting um, abomination of an entity called Marcos. Oh, oh, at the at the end, at yeah. The, at the end, yeah. I mean. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of makeup 
that went into yeah. that whatever the hell that thing was um you know um but she also played uh marcos oh, okay. which is i didn't um, know that yeah, yeah. Th- uh, and that is the one common thing that uh you know is um featured in both the original and the 2018 yeah. because as you'll learn when we speak about it on our next cast uh <laughs> The original kind of was lacking in uh, several ways, and uh, <laughs> when it translated to this uh, new remake, yeah, you you kind of um, understand things you may not have understood very well in the uh, Dario Argento 1977 release of the Spirit. Yeah. So there's a lot of clarification for the uh, 2018 and yeah Marcos I believe you know and like I said you know I'll have to fact check that but I'm pretty sure she played Marcos which is very interesting yeah I mean it did win best makeup effects so that that there you go yeah exactly I thought it was just because she like they made her look like a dude and I was like that's pretty good (laughs) like but yeah yeah, that whole end sequence that was really it was really uh was really interesting yeah 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 Yeah, they made her look like a dude they made her look like um you know a pretty woman and they made her look like um a monstrosity of uh it didn't take much makeup for her to look like a pretty woman. She's already <laughs> pretty pretty. Yeah, she's so. already a pretty woman. But, I mean, <laughs> she, you know, also, I I don't know if, um, I guess it was supposed to be a woman. I guess Marcus, whatever that creature was, um, you know, like. Yeah, but I it guess was supposed it was to be like a head be... witch or something, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's supposed, yeah. yeah, it's supposed to be gender-wise female, although when you looked at, her in the we'll talk about yeah yeah (laughs) yeah i need to rewatch them both again just in that end suka's alone yeah um so um moving on uh best foreign language film with uh terrified one and i know i had mentioned that it was about the uh the haunted suburb uh area where like something happened in one house and then uh another ghostly apparition or something happens in another house and this cop and this uh um uh investigator you know paranormal investigator you know kind of team up and and try to figure out what's going on that that i thought was fantastic uh what what award did that win uh best foreign language film best foreign language uh then best creature effects went to the ritual which was a netflix uh, film. I don't know if you uh, call that call that one. It's about uh, this group of friends go hiking in the woods, and then I think the uh, I'm trying to remember this by uh, by heart because I didn't write it down. I saw this movie. Mm-hmm. I believe one of them like hurts his leg, and like they're trying to get back, and they figure the quickest way, you know, is always deeper through the woods, you know, instead of. <laughs> Well, I mean, they say if you've you're in a situation where there's no way out, the only alternative is to go further in. Yeah, so, yeah. I don't I mean, even know if it was, it was like they. That. It wasn't necessarily they. Um, it was just the faster way was to go straight through instead of all the way around again. I guess, and of course, like what, like in like a quicker way to get from like the United States to China. I don't like, know what they were trying. Through. They were trying to get straight <laughs> through the woods to get to like the nearest, you know, civilization 
or whatever. But they, yeah, they end up like you know in some cabin. Shit gets fucked up, obviously. Uh, then they woods leave, and there's some like creature in the cabin. woods, and the the creature was real fucked up and weird. Uh, it's worth it's worth checking out. I I would I would check it out. It, it sounds yeah. very familiar. I yeah. mean, well, the story sounds very familiar. Woods, cabins, yeah, yeah. creatures. Yeah. Um, you know, depth and despair. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I'll definitely give that one. It was it's, it was worth uh especially the yeah the creature was definitely pretty cool looking although you don't see much of it. It's it's it's. Perfect. Hey, it's the perfect amount. You, you yeah. didn't see that much of Jaws, and yeah, you knew it was exactly. a shark. And, yeah. you know, it, it all worked. Um, the uh, Mike Flanagan directed uh, The Haunt in a Hill House, which we'll talk about uh, next time, too. One best series, best television series. Uh, I am not surprised, surprised by that, that at all. Yeah. And then uh, Bird Box won best streaming premiere. So they have a, a category just for streaming movies. The Sandra Bullock, uh, I I can't see. I have a uh, two children that I just call boy and girl. <laughs> I I didn't see. I mean, yeah, I I I've heard of it, but it's yeah, it's I, a yeah. better version of the happening. That's the best way to put it. Like you don't the M Night Shyamalan Alan yes uh, the happening where like uh, weeds oh it's the it's the trees like yeah the the trees and like the weeds in your garden kill everyone yeah like yeah. they pretty much take the whole human race yeah, yeah um yeah you don't and see... you're saying it's better than that. yes yes it's better than that you don't see the the creature. Um, you see one guy's like drawings of the thing, but whatever it is that um, you see drives you completely like insane and you try to kill yourself or whatever. But then there's like other people that have seen it and all they're trying to do is get other people to see it. You know, kind of kind of like the rage virus from from 28 days later that like there's like, oh, you haven't seen this. You should check this out. It's fucking glorious. Like. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna open the windows for you and shit like that. Like, <laughs> yeah, misery loves company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But most of the time, most of the people you would just like it would kill it would kill uh, you would kill yourself. So it kind of it kind of jumps between her like, you know, going down uh, this river trying to get to this uh, supposed safe haven area. Um, that's the more interesting part. Um, but then it it also you know does like kind of flash back to like when it first happened and it's like uh her with a group of people in a house and the house like everyone slowly like you know murders themselves or gets murdered or whatever or or just flees and uh john malkovich is in it and he's like you know drunk asshole so it was great (laughs) 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 uh but yeah yeah that one best streaming so yeah, no, it sounds like they got a winning, winning formula there, yeah. you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I enjoyed it, but I mean, I wouldn't even put it in my in my top ten from last year. But yeah, that, that's the best way to describe it, is a better version of The Happening. So, <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I don't really think that sets the bar very high, um, you know, because uh, The Happening was sort of a film that I would more call 
nothing happened. Yeah. But, nothing, um, nothing you know, happened. hey, I, I'm down to check this out, you know, if it won the award. And, um, you know, I used to really uh, have, you know, I, I just had no taste for Sandra Bullock. But, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, I um, I uh, definitely respect her as uh, as an actor, as an actress. And um, John Malkovich being a drunk asshole and, like, everybody trying to kill themselves for various reasons. Yeah. That that is intriguing to me. Yeah, so I will definitely check that out. Um, Sarah Paulson from uh, American Horror Stories in it. Uh, I'm trying to think of the uh, the guy. His name f- is Robert Paulson. Yeah, the guy from uh, uh, Get Out. Not the main actor, but the guy, the the buddy who like you know comes in like uh, who I guess he's works as security for the airport and comes and saves him at the end or whatever. Not necessarily saves mm-hmm. him, but you know he shows up at the end. Yeah, that, that no, guy's in it. Um, I think uh, I want to say Machine Gun Kelly's in it. <laughs> it's some small role, or was that him? I don't even know, <laughs> but it looked like him. I don't. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, and then uh, yeah, and and Sandra Bullock. You know, there's gum on my seat. Gum. <laughs> <laughs> the best That's part of cool. speed. Uh- uh, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's gum on my seat. Uh, I have my license suspended. What for? Speeding. Speeding. Oh, oh. <laughs> she said the name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm not crazy. Poor people are crazy. I'm eccentric. <laughs> <laughs> I'm eccentric. Me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then Dennis Hopper pops his head back around, <laughs> head around the corner. He just goes punk. <laughs> there's a later part where he flips out in that and he he grabs the stick you know because he's punching keanu reeves with it in the yeah. end he's got you know the stick that like is you know uh the release mechanism for the c4 <laughs> he's like punching but uh, when, oh it's when the paint explodes in the bag oh right? yeah, yeah yeah and he's like jack I'm gonna get you. Yeah, yeah. And he's, he's like, like you oh, son of a bitch. Just, huh? like, you know, he's a short guy, so he's running. And he's like wobbling, <laughs> and then somehow he just mysterious, like magically transports to the top of the train where Keanu Reeves's character is, you know, trying to gain ground. Yeah. He just like suddenly tra- no scene of how he gets up there, and he's just like up there, and he's got the thing, and you know all. All that happened. Probably took him like thirty so, minutes to get oh, up there, and then you're just like, would, "Yeah, we we gotta edit that out. We gotta just put him up there. Yeah, gotta, <laughs> it's gonna take him too long." And hey, the same thing that happened to the girl in yeah. uh, Hereditary, <laughs> yeah. pretty much, you know, happens to uh, you know. But I, that was a little bit more expected that he was gonna go out some way like yeah. that. Well, but that's um, more of a kill. <laughs> Keanu's uh, purposely. That, yeah, that, 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 yeah. Was, that was a kill. Yeah. That was a kill. But uh, yeah, uh, speaking of, uh, well, I guess that's all. That's all I have for uh, news. Um, but we did talk last time about watching movies um, for for this podcast. Now I failed and did not watch Apostle, which I I still have to do. But <laughs> you did say uh, I have to watch it too. You yeah. did say you watched uh, Upgrade, which I did uh, see last. Um, I saw yeah. last year in theaters, which was uh, which is actually a surprise. It was a surprise to me. I was not expecting to like that, and and, uh, and I enjoyed it. 
Um, yeah, I wasn't expecting really. Um, I didn't have very high expectations for it either. Um, but um, I, I was. Um, I guess I'd say I was pleasantly surprised. I didn't really see it as much of a straight horror movie as I saw it as more of um, a science fiction. Yeah, film. it's definitely more sci-fi. Um, yeah. And it, it it started to um it, it started to uh you know like kind of like irk me after the first fifteen or twenty minutes, where I had seen the main character. Oh yes, I had wrote I had to like look him up and I wrote it yeah, down just in I, case so you I didn't know. It and I was like, you know, <laughs> this is gonna fuck with me the whole movie. So you know, let me let me uh, just uh, IMDb this, and I um, realized very quickly where I had seen him before and why I didn't recognize him because he looked like pretty haggard and why I'd seen him. Um, it was a, a Cinemax show called uh, Quarry. Oh yeah, I did not watch I, Quarry. That's not where I was expecting you to go with that. No, no, I saw him in Quarry. Um, it was the first time I had ever seen him. And you know, when he, he's in Quarry, he's kind of like, you know, one of those, like, uh, you know, troubled coming back home Vietnam vets that's, yeah. you know, having trouble fitting into uh, his lifestyle. And um, he's got a ridiculously hot girlfriend. Um, I think maybe wife, I don't know, girlfriend, wife, yeah, she's ridiculously hot. Um, and, uh, you know, so I thought that would, like, help him, like, with his uh, PTSD, but apparently it didn't. But, um, yeah, Corey, he, um, you know, Place the uh, Vietnam vet, and um, it was like a so-so series. You know, I, I don't expect a lot from Cinemax, um, really, when uh, you know they uh, put out a series. But I thought this was pretty decent. Um, unfortunately, it was canceled after one season. I would have liked to have seen the second season for Quarry, but that's where I recognized him from. Um, and the reason I say is because um, in Quarry, he's got like this like eccentric kind of, like, I don't know, he's got this weird like kind of horn, like a big like cyst on his forehead in Quarry. Um, he looked very unusual. and But I knew I had seen him from somewhere before, and that's where I had seen him. So um, I go on that sidebar about that, but that's Whoa. where I see him. And, you know, I'm seeing him in the upgrade. You know, it was, um, it was an interesting um, sci-fi uh, kind of... Well, before um, well, hold on. Before you move on, do you know yeah. where you actually have seen him even before that? You know, he was in Prometheus and The Devil, but even even way before that, he was in season four of Twenty Four as Richard Heller. It's Richard Heller. He was James Heller's uh, son. Holy fucking shit! The yeah. gay kid from uh, and not that I have any problem with that. But that's what his um, character was. Yes. 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 He's from Ri Richard Heller's son in Twenty Four. You know. He was I protesting his father. Yeah. I stopped watching in season three. Me and my girlfriend were going back uh, to it, and um, after the whole thing with the baby, I told you about that, you know, the <laughs> yeah. zebra situation and all that. Um, but, yes, he was uh, James Heller who played – he was Secretary of Defense. Yeah, I think yes, yes. Yeah, um, yeah, he was his son, and, yeah, he had all that kind of um, – he had a lot of baggage because he didn't want to tell his um, father that he was um, uh, a homosexual. Yeah. So instead of just tell, saying, Dad, like, listen, you know, I like boys, which is what I would have told my father, you know. Um, instead of being tortured because he he's straight up like torture. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, like they <laughs> torture him brutally. Uh, yeah. Sensory deprivation. I think there might have been some waterboarding. Uh, I think his father then gives him the okay to use chemical torture on him. I think that um, was. Just the, I think it was the sensory deprivation one with the headphones, and then I think they the. Uh, I think it was the chemical that they, or whatever they're shooting in his veins. I don't think they did waterboarding. I'm not sure, I, but while, they were trying yeah. all different kinds of shit because they were like, well, you know, he is the Secretary of Defense's son and all that. Yeah, but yeah. like, for I mean, I thought that was just really, really implausible that like, you know, um, this guy who was, you know, um, he was like very anti-war and all that yeah, and going yeah. to step up on. The, I, I really just don't see him as like, um, you know, deciding to undergo like inhuman amounts of torture <laughs> just to you know just to avoid telling his father like hey dad you know i have a boyfriend you know i i spent the night with him that's where i was and uh well there's no reason again talk well it was anyway it, yeah, it, it, yeah it was a ridiculous character yeah it was yes. a totally ridiculous scenario but that's what 24 that, that's where Tons that's where ridiculous scenarios but yeah that's the first that's time, the first time we him. saw him yeah I never would have picked. Yeah, him. I had I a, like when I was looking up his IMDb. Yeah, when I looked up his IMDb, I went back and I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, <laughs> but, yeah. Well, now that you say that about twenty four, yeah, I did not see that, but yeah, um, it just it pops in my mind because I thought it was really ridiculous that he would undergo brutal constant yeah. torture and not even that he was undergoing the torture alright you got some real deep sea issues they, they let Jack but Bauer like, at him he had done <laughs> some stuff that jeopardized yeah. the national security of the United States yeah. and this isn't in like you know the 1920s like this is fucking you know 2000, 2004 2005 yeah. Yeah. you know what I mean like people are much more tolerant especially in California and lost Angeles, yeah. <laughs> you know, that, I can understand if they made this in like the South in like 1932, <laughs> you know, in Alabama. I don't want to tell my dad, I yeah, for a company of men, it's like in 2004, <laughs> like, yeah, so torture me all you want, yeah. fuck you, national <laughs> security, but nah, yeah, um, so anyway, yeah, I thought he was good in it, and it kind of reminded me of, um, a little bit, I, I a little bit of 2001 A Space Odyssey, kind of, the way um, the oh, chip... Oh, the how, yeah. Pop, yeah, how, yeah, yeah. How the chip, I think they called it STEM in the STEM, movie. STEM, yes. Um, how STEM talked to him, like, you know what I mean? Would you give me authorization? To, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Uh, so, yeah. Well, let me, uh, let me give you the synopsis for the people who haven't seen Upgrade yet. It is, uh, yeah. It's set in the near future. Technology, technology controls nearly all aspects of life. But when uh, Gray, the Logan Marshall uh, Green's character, self-identified technophobe, has his world turned upside down, his only hope for revenge is an experimental computer chip implant called STEM. So yeah, uh, he pretty much, uh, he, him and his wife get into uh, a car accident and then these guys, you know, kill his wife and paralyze him. And so the only way he can walk again is with this experimental chip, and he can't like let anybody know that he has it in the back of him, and it can take over, you know, his body functions, so he can like, yeah. you know, get get the revenge. And I really like the the uh, my my favorite scene was probably the first time he let Stem take over, where he finds the first guy, 
and he's like he's like yeah go ahead and go ahead and uh fight and like so he's fighting the guy and like the reaction on his face is kind of like holy shit like i can do all this like yeah like, like it almost it make you it made you feel like somebody else was controlling his body the, the way like and i thought that was that was really well done yeah, Clockwork Orange. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, it was actually um, a little bit about the uh, the director. It's uh, actually written and directed by uh, Leo. I saw that. Um, Leo Winnell. Uh, Lee Winnell. Lee 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 Winnell. Does that sound right? I'm probably pronouncing Lee. it wrong. But he, I'm saying Lee Wannell. Wannell? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> W-H-A-N-N-E-L? Wannell? Yeah, but you, uh, would, you, would know him from t- the, you would know him from the first Saul movie. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he was the other uh, guy in the room that wasn't the Princess Bride. <laughs> yeah, he, well, he's more known as um, an uh, actor rather than director, right? Well, he's actually this more is... known as a writer. Yeah. Uh, is because I have um I had put on here. Um, I mean, he, he has been a in a bunch of stuff. Movies in um uh post production now, but um up until now, I think he only has two director credits. To uh, his yeah. Name. Well, his first no this this yeah this was his second one. His first one that he directed yeah. was Insidious three, but he wrote yeah. he wrote uh, Saw one two and three. He wrote yeah. Dead Silence. He wrote. All three Insidiouses and the fourth one, the last key. He wrote yes, uh, that movie Cooties uh, and Mule. Uh, Cooties was uh, like a it was really cool. It was a zombie uh, uh, movie where all like the the pre um, teen kids, you know, prepubescent uh, kids get uh, you know become like zombies, and so all these teachers. Are like you know battling against the kids. It's like it's they a it's a horror kids. comedy. Oh, I thought that movie was great. Now, it's... when you you say mule, you're talking about the 2014 mule, right? Boom. You're not talking about mule like the mule with Clint Eastwood, right? The, the mule with Clint Eastwood, the new one, yeah. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Oh no shit! Yeah, he I wrote he wrote that. that. He wrote that movie. Yeah. Yeah, with Bradley Cooper and Clint Eastwood. Yeah, he wrote that. I was completely. Or, or wait, am I looking at the wrong one? Hold on, maybe I'm looking at the wrong one. I, I didn't. Really was there don't another mule? Right. Oh, it was the 2014 one. Yeah, I yeah. was gonna say, wow, it's a good thing we didn't end down with, on that. Yeah, with <laughs> with with Hugo Weavey, that one. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was about to say. Yeah, I knew there was a. Oh, I forgot. Uh, I forgot the other one just came out. Yeah, <laughs> there's too many movies with the same title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I I don't see Clint really um letting him in on that project, but you know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it would have been cool if he did. Yeah. Um but yeah, I thought I thought it was an interesting film. I liked uh I liked the um, you know, the uh Clockwork Orange, the uh 2001 the Space Odyssey, you know, because this wasn't like they uh, so people understand they didn't put like a bionic set of limbs in him. No, yeah, anything. it was just a this computer chip. This was just chip. like basically yeah. a computer chip that made it so that his um, brain or the cerebral cortex part of his brain could communicate with his central nervous system, yeah. basically enabling him to, you know, because uh, 
as people know with paraplegics and stuff like that, quadriplegics, um, the, their main problem is is that they simply have no ability to have their brain communicate with the rest of their body. It's not that the rest of their body is damaged beyond repair. It's just that um, they're missing a little component. And what this little chip stem did was it kind of just filled in that one gap. But what he doesn't know when he's getting the operation that is very off books no. <laughs> um, because it's done by a private um, it's done by a uh, private uh, financier, private developer um, who's trying to develop this new technology and they do it away from the uh, prying eyes of uh, doctors and, you know, the normal uh, hospital staff and, uh, you know, the what we have as our conventional, uh, you know, uh, medical team and what we have available to us. This was a private thing um, that they did to him um, and it, you know, filled in that gap and allowed him to, uh, you know, uh, start being his old self again in a matter of, yeah. I think, hours after they, uh, like, installed this thing Yeah, yeah, him. I believe like, so, yeah. He, and then he it just started like talking to him out of nowhere, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, all of our medicine, everything that we had at our disposal, everything we know, and this is supposed to take place in the future. Yeah, oh, so you, you could tell, yeah. I mean, yeah. they, I like the, the design of the cars and, like, that whole highway speed chase scene, like, I thought was, well, really well done. Yeah, uh, it was cool, I, right? Yeah, 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 like, I was expecting, like, something way, like, lo like way smaller budget, and, like, I mean, it wasn't that big of a budget, I don't remember what the budget no, was, it, but... No, it, it didn't it, seem like the production value was that high. No, no, but they definitely, like, they, you could really see they put everything they used up on the screen, and, and like, when they did have, like, you know, the, the cityscape or even the cars and stuff, you were like, okay, that looks real, you know what I mean? So, but yeah, most of You're it was saying just they, like, you could see every dollar that yeah, was invested yeah. invest in that movie they put out for show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I saw. Yeah, yeah, I mean, most of it was just, like, a, a, a bar or a dark warehouse or, like, somebody's, yeah. Like living room or something like that. So, but but when they did, you know, see you see the broader scope of things. Like it yeah. did look like it was, you know, a, a futuristic, you know, yeah. world. Yeah. So. And you know, like I said, you know, they put this thing into his head, and I guess. The thing was kind of like as much as he was learning from the chip in his head, Stem, yeah. Stem seemed to also kind of be learning from him to see what a human being is made out of. And, you know, he at the same time was like, you know, learning what you know, kind of learning how his brain worked and how his body followed the mind. Uh, the computer was also kind of learning from him yes, uh, yes. to what it made to be human, and that leads us up to the conclusion of the machine taking over, yeah, the rise yeah. of the machine, if you will. Yeah. Um, but yeah. you, you had m mentioned that funny part of, like, um, how when he gives the machine the... Um, the first consent to you know take over and fight all those guys. If it's you just, remember, it was just the one another guy scene the first where one, he yeah. has to torture a guy, uh, oh, and yeah. you know the dude. Um, I can't remember the uh, you know I can't remember his name in the movie. Do you remember the name? Um, uh, I the think name his name was just him? Gray. I think was I, it Gray? Gray? Just gray? Yeah, yeah, Gray. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, gray, when he rolls into the... Which, gray. G-R-E-Y, yeah. like the color. Yeah, when he rolls into yeah. the bar and he's just like, yeah, I'm going to fight everyone in here. <laughs> yeah, and he goes into the bathroom, yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically, the, you have a quadriplegic laying on top of this gua- guy, and, like, you know, he was just like, you know, I want to know about the people that killed my wife. And the dude was like, fuck you, I'm not going to tell you. And Gray, even though they killed his wife, he did not have, like, the necessary constitution to torture this man into doing this so basically he gives this fucked up chip in St- his stem, brain. yeah stem goes uh, i have ways to make him talk yeah, <laughs> he's I like wait ways. what like, you see the, you, you see gray the character looking away yeah. as the machine in his mind is carving up this guy's face with his small knife yeah. and then when he looks he's back like oh god face, he's like oh my god <laughs> what did you do and it's just like you did that too, brah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. You know, so I don't know if we're explaining this like the best for people that haven't seen it. They might be like, well, what are you guys fucking talking about? Well, <laughs> what we're talking about is you should go out and check it out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, you know, uh, it was, it was definitely, seeing. yeah, it was underrated. Uh, I feel like, yeah. yeah, I mean, I went in with low expectations and it was just like, I was like, wow, that, like that was, that, that came out of nowhere. Like, yeah. So yeah, I thought the performance was really, was really well done and had a, had a great story and yeah, yeah uh, overall, yeah. overall uh, I would give it a thumbs up, I guess. Yeah. It actually did pretty well on the IMDB. I think, um, it was given like a 7.6, um, review like overall i'm not sure how many people uh had rated it and i remember remembering that because i looked at suspiria and people hadn't even rated that a seven yet which kind of leads me to um sort of uh i don't know uh rethink the way (laughs) i uh, think about imdb and like (laughs) they're reviewing um you know the the people that actually uh you know submit reviews and uh you know, click on the thumbs up or the start. I, I think I need to like start getting my facts from somewhere else. Like, well, I, I think I, I like their to... ratings still better than Rotten Tomatoes. It seems like Rotten Tomatoes is nothing but trolls. Oh yeah, fuck days. Rotten Tomatoes. But no, I, no. Upgrade got a seven point six out of ten out of ninety two thousand uh, users. That's a pretty. That's a pretty strong endorsement. Yeah, uh, Suspiria. I can tell you right now, got a six point nine. Out of 26,000. So there's not nearly huh. as many people saw it. Not nearly as yeah. many people. And that's uh, still 6.9 is still pretty good. Like, I I would see a 6.9 movie. Talk a lot more about that. Like, I've seen some 5.5 movies. Yeah, yeah. I've seen some 5.5 movies on IMDb, and I'm just like, wow, like, people only thought that was, like, just okay. Like,. Yeah, know. I'm just, I'm, I'm not sure where, like, I'm not sure, and, you know, if anybody wants to, like, you know, comment or anything like that um, on the Facebook page and give us, like, your, um, you know, your source for um, what you believe is, like, legitimate, like, uh, revealing, um, you know, like, a, a place where we could go to reference um, and kind of gauge the pulse of uh, general audiences and the reaction to film um, um, you know, I, I would really welcome that because, um, you know, I'm looking for like like-minded individuals, um, you know, that kind of like, uh, you know, just don't gauge a film by, you know, uh, 
action or, uh, you know, what they see on screen, but more like, you know, take everything into consideration. Yeah. yeah. Uh, director, actor, uh, you know, production, uh, budget, like things like that. And, you know, like see the whole thing. I thought that was internet movie database for the longest time, but I'm starting to lose confidence in them. Yeah. I think, I I just think it's also like, um, I mean, a movie like, Suspiria can be like a like can be a six point nine could be a seven, but then also like a movie like Infinity War or something like that can also be the same rating. You know, like because one can just be like something could just be a fun popcorn flick that you don't need to think too deep about and still be a great movie. The same as something smaller mm-hmm. budget that has a fantastic story, fantastic acting. You know what I mean? Like they can both be almost the same great it just depends on what you're expecting out of the movie itself too you know i mean yeah. like not everything like yeah. just because it's the same rating as something else doesn't necessarily mean they're on equal footing in the same type of setting you know what i mean no i, yeah. I do understand what you're saying and i think it, i think it's difficult because you know everybody's got a very i don't know it seems to me that people are very cynical these days yes yes that's you know true. what yeah. i mean um you know I, I hate to say this but like i feel more and more like i'm becoming my father every day <laughs> <laughs> i, I tend to so enjoy like, most know. things like i go usually just <laughs> It's always best to go in with, like, low expectations because then you can't really be disappointed. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I, you know, I went in with very low expectations with Predator, and uh, I found that I could be very disappointed. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> like, I went in with higher expectations for Predator, like, because it was Shane Black. I went in with higher expectations and came, and then and was was blown away at how terrible <laughs> it really was yeah. but uh yeah that uh that pretty much uh wraps it uh up uh for today uh again you can follow us on uh the facebook group uh, uh facebook.com slash groups slash fright central or something like that or just facebook.com slash fright central is the facebook page uh, I'll start posting a little bit more to the actual page itself, but you know, Facebook likes to wants you to pay for advertising, and I don't exactly have money to just be paying for for advertising to get other people to look at my shit. Like, whatever, just share it. <laughs> like, uh, but uh, yeah, I'm also going to um, uh, maybe give you my. Uh uh email address that you could put as a link on there if you want to so if um anybody has questions comments or um they would like to uh maybe correct some things that we got wrong um you know feel free to uh send me an email and um you know if uh you know we got it wrong or you disagree with something um you know that's uh certainly something that we would be uh apt to uh discuss or even just suggestions for movies that we should see or or topics you'd like to hear us uh talk about uh definitely absolutely uh, so i think i think my uh goal for the next podcast anyway was to try to watch a apostle this time but (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm gonna do the same but i'm gonna re i'm gonna rewatch uh both suspirias uh do a a little uh back-to-back so way we can talk about both of them because it's been over 10 years since i've seen the original suspiria at least so uh 
but yeah, um, uh, hopefully our next podcast will we'll get into our, our favorite TV shows from last uh, year, which will definitely be uh, Haunting of Hill House. Um, might have a special uh, guest friend on our uh, podcast to talk about Castle Rock, because I know uh, he just finished uh, that recently. Uh, so yeah, we'll, uh, we'll get into that. You, you said, you said you were going to watch uh, Apostle as well for, uh, next week? Or? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going to try to watch, um, Apostle and, um, you know, uh, you know, I'm, I'm also going to check out, uh, some other, um, horror series, um, that, uh, I haven't, um, that I haven't really, uh, gotten around to recently because i have a uh rather lengthy uh plane ride um in front of me in about uh four and a half hours uh, you're, going to, <laughs> you're going to munich yeah. yeah yeah so uh i plan on uh just doing some random delvaging uh onto the plane um you know uh see see what i find and uh you know yeah uh yeah the next time uh next time i'll be on here i will be uh in a uh, uh, what a nine-hour uh, difference of yeah. time zone for you. So <laughs> yeah. we're gonna have to try to figure this out. Yeah. But uh, I'll be coming to you live from the Bavarian Alps. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully, hopefully, you make it there, flying out of JFK at this time of year. Yeah, yeah Jesus the, Christ. <laughs> are you expecting any uh, snowstorms or what? You you hoping to make it out okay? I I no, there's no snow in the forecast at least here, but I have no idea for there. Um, up until about five hours ago, I thought I was flying out of Newark, <laughs> so um, obviously I'm not the most informed person at this point. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm literally asking a friend of mine to hold my hand, and uh, <laughs> that's my story about that. So right. thank you again, Kev. For yeah, thank me you. Uh, good luck on your uh, trip, and I will. Uh, be talking to you uh soon and uh thanks uh for listening uh to fright central and you'll be hearing from us soon thanks a lot bye Same.